Hello, um, welcome to the OGB podcast. Um, I wish I could, I know it's been a long time, but I wish I could, you know, return on a brighter note, but um, I guess today I just have a lot on my chest in regards to recent events that have happened over the past few months but you know as quarantine as this quarantine keeps going a lot of a lot of stuff keep um, being brought out to the light so I guess uh, the situation that kind of like made me want to do this episode I mean I know it will not do justice to all of the men and women who have um, faced these situations, but basically the basically the straw that broke the camel's back, I say, is this George Floyd situation. Um, for those who don't know, basically in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I guess George Floyd was arrested from a bar apparently for fraud Um, that's what the that's what's been initially said but it was for fraud again being arrested for fraud again it happens but that's not the main reason that there's such outrage what brings out the outrage per se is that the police officer one of the four police officers there I mean I don't know why you need four for something such as fraud but anyway the police officer that I guess put the handcuffs on him placed him on the floor and then applied all his body weight on his neck as he placed his knee directly on the back of the neck basically um, the way it looked is probably where the atlas is and again he he pressed on that he applied pressure to that point to the point that George Floyd died from um, strangulation per se. Now, um, the, this um, it, it's tough to really explain because it doesn't make any sense. Not even like the applying pressure part, but if he was, if he were arresting for fraud. Just handcuff him, put him in the car, take him to the station. That's it. Because even videos have surfaced saying that he wasn't resisting arrest. So you have no reason to place him on the ground. Now this is, the outrage is a combination of multiple things. It's, it's like, it's unnecessary. 
but at the same time so much of this has happened over the past few weeks maybe months that it's it's getting tiring like there's not much you can really say at this point like what this is just further showing how untrustworthy the police are and I understand that people are going to say they're going to be oh there are some good cops and that's about okay but here's the thing most of the good cops per se most of the good cops are like in the very small minority and more times than not if the cop, good cops are paired up with these bad cops only a few of them will take a stand against such foolery that is taking place like when you watch the video I mean I mean it was tough but when you watch the video the people recording are saying hey that's enough yeah yeah there's no need to be on his neck so 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 on and so forth but this Asian cop that was there was trying to switch the narrative saying oh He's on, uh, he's on drugs when he's not. And again, like to bring up, um, to bring back, um, to bring up another situation like Ahmad Alberry, where I guess he was going through a neighborhood and he just walked into an abandoned house, and then he. Wrong, and I guess some people notice him and then they decide to take the law into their hands and chase him and when they and as they're chasing him well it looks more like they ambushed him because a truck was parked way in front of him and waiting right there for him But no one wants to talk about that. Everyone wants to say like, oh, it's citizen's arrest. I guess then they get into a scuffle and then he's shot. But here's the thing. Whether, well, it doesn't look like he stole anything. But even if he did, why take the law into your hands? And even if, even if that's key, Again, it was a shotgun. And from what I remember from the video, they were scuffling and then he was shot. And again, I don't know much about guns, but I remember hearing the lady say, it's a, if it's a shotgun, you have to cock it back before you shoot. So as they are scuffling, the guy, the, um, the white man, must have cocked it back before pulling the trigger. That's murder right there. Like that's an intention to kill. But people try and downplay that situation 
like some dummy brought up that oh I'm a library shoplifted in 2017. What the hell does shoplifting in 2017 have to do with getting shot or being basically getting hunted down and shot in 2020? It is not justified regardless. Like people need to stop attack and trying to attack the character of the person and bringing up their past when it has nothing to do with the current situation. Like I promise you, some punk is going to bring up, is going to go um, go through hell and beyond just to find George Floyd's past and bring it up to the timeline and some say, oh look, see, he's not as innocent as you guys think we are, think he is. We are not saying he's like completely innocent. Nope. Look, if unless you are Jesus, nobody is perfect. Okay? And even Jesus was perfect and yet he was still crucified. So what does that say about people who are not perfect? You're going to face turmoil regardless. But bringing up the past to ruin one's character just to basically bring up past to make someone's situation less credible is a coward's move but I'm not even it's just tough to even like think that people will go this far to mess with like just to taint it's very serious situation now back to George Floyd's situation again like the cops apparently they've been fired for me that is not enough George Floyd's killers uh, Ahmaud Arbery's killers Brianna Taylor's killers all of them I mean two of the three two of the three incidents involve police officers so if anything that in a, in a sense that shows well not only in a sense it does show the crap shoot that I guess the justice system is becoming one um but as far as punishment goes, to me, losing their jobs is not enough. You, you took someone's life for no justifiable reason. Did they murder anyone? No. Did they kidnap anyone? No. Basically, they these guys did not meet any biblical requirements for the death penalty but you but you took their lives knowingly for me in this in these situations I'm more life for life the only way this would be right is if these guys get the death penalty
going to jail is not going to do anything. Because if they go to jail, and especially because they are police officers, if they go to jail, I don't know what it is about being a police officer, but for some reason that tends to make you, um, I guess most of the top level penalties don't apply to you. Yeah, they can be charged with murder and all that, but if they get sent to prison, they can still they can still be released in a few years. What is that going to achieve? Nothing, because they might end up doing stuff, but more undercover. They can hide their tracks now, if they were to commit more stuff like this in the future. So it has to be death penalty, because again, more than um, another reason, apart from it being life for life and being the most justifiable way, it will show how serious it should show how serious the, the these officers or any vigilante should think before they do anything. It should make them think about possible consequences. And the fact that it even has to be suggested now is it really, it really it ticks me off, honestly. Death penalty, to me, death, the death penalty is the only justifiable punishment for whether it be these rotten scumbags that killed George Floyd or the, the dumb, the dummies that walked into Breonna Taylor's apartment unannounced and wrongfully because that wasn't even the apartment they were supposed to go to. It's it's it just it just keeps getting more annoying by the minute. This Yeah, you know, so the death penalty is the it's to me it's the only right call for this situation it's the only rightful punishment for these scumbags who think they are above the law but at the same time the system has made them feel like they are above the law so this is as much this is as much the system's fault as it is theirs Condolences to George Floyd's family because there's someone out there who, probably, who possibly lost a son, maybe even lost a husband, maybe even a father, maybe even a grandfather at that. I don't know much about the guy, so I can't really say, oh, you know, um, he, yeah, his son definitely lost a father and stuff. What I know as much that somebody lost their son, and that should not be. Uh, I get the last thing I want to touch on is. Look, 
I use I will admit this and I know this might get me cancelled in a way, but again at this point it's not really about being cancelled. But I used to be a big supporter of the I used to be a big supporter of, you know, all lives matter. On a name basis. You know. Like hey, you know it shouldn't it shouldn't be just a section if we're trying to solve this problem you know that's all being this together that was my reasoning but the more the more i keep seeing the more this stuff happens, whether it be Ahmad Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and now George Floyd, it makes, it irritates me how it's not until, let's say, um, a person of color gets shot, that's when the All Lives Matter crew wants to rear their head in. Y'all have 365 days in a year to continually talk about how all lives matter. But y'all don't do that. Y'all wait for a black person to die. And then when people are like, black lives matter, that's when you decide to say all lives matter. It's nothing, it shows nothing more than how insensitive people are and how stupid day off just to um just to try and get attention that's all i see now from this all lives matter crew y'all will not say all lives matter the other time but when someone says black lives matter in relation to police brutality that's when y'all want to show your head y'all should go back under the rocks where you are i'll say that right now because y'all have no reason to be wearing your ugly head in just because someone is saying Black Lives Matter in, in, in relation to a black person being killed. I don't want to hear it. I really don't. It, it, it's unnecessary. It's annoying. It's, it's stupid at this point. Stop it. I guess two more final points and um, two more points I, I guess I'll make for this episode. The first being again um George Floyd's situation, Ahmad Albert's situation. Um I'm 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 I don't mind being in the minority on this, but to me I don't I refuse to look at this as a black versus white situation. But Situate the I can definitely understand why it's mostly looked that way because again it's very point blank when a lot of these situations happen. But like in George Floyd's situation, there was also um there was an Asian cop present too, but he didn't do squat. He just stood there and allowed it to happen. He's as guilty as the other guys. 
for murder, for murder. He's even the one that was saying that George Floyd is, is on drugs. Miss me with that, man. You're as guilty as the rest. You just, you wanted him to die too, I'm sure. You wicked peasant. Well, again, back to my point. To me, it's not a black or white thing. It's more, it's an evil thing. As I say, I'm, I'm Christian first, more than anything. Um, again, there's always, there's always a spiritual element that can be added to this. And in this situation, to me, it's easy to blame the evil force, um, the evil forces, whether it be the devil, whether it be the devil's minions, aka those of high, those in higher power, but continue to foster this system. It could. There's just so many ways you can take it that I can't really take it as black versus white. But I I can understand why people take it that way. But my last point, also like, especially with this George Floyd situation, I see a lot of black people, especially, questioning God. And many people question, I mean, many people have questioned God. People question God every day, I understand. But to blame God for... centuries of stuff that honestly God had nothing to do with like the way I put it is this people talking about people question God okay that's you I won't because again in the book of Exodus I mean that was that entire book is mostly about being freed from Egypt and it talks about, in the beginning of Exodus, I think chapter 2, it talks about the Pharaoh not knowing Joseph, but he was but he was afraid of the Israelites. He was afraid of the Israelites because they outnumbered the Egyptians. And he wanted to get rid of all the men. Basically, he wanted to oppress the Israelites a lot. God didn't put that in, in his mind. That was all him. You have to understand, we as humans, we were given free will. That's what makes us different from artificial intelligence and stuff like that we were given free will we get to choose it just sucks that people choose to go um go the evil route or go the wicked route i should say uh, and like this will not make me stop a situation like this with george floyd all this this will not make me stop believing in god it only make me pray more the Bible does say pray without ceasing. So that's going to be a lot of prayer. 
that's it for this episode. Um, thank you for listening. Have a good day.